10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Daily Happy. Today is Sunday, August 20th, 2023. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. And you can be there for us by signing up for the newsletter. Man, that would make us happy. All you have to do is go to 10kdollarday.com and click newsletter. Yeah. All right. So, guys, I want to give you a little bit of an update. I just traveled back from Vieques, which is in Puerto Rico. And um, I did some things. I just never thought I would do. So it was crazy. First of all, I rode on my first ever small plane. And oh, how I'm was talking it? seven seater. How'd you feel? I was very nervous, but it was only a seven minute in the air. Okay. So I felt like that was a good entry to that mm-hmm. kind of plane. And, um, but here's funny, funnily enough, the pilot had a book on his dash that said how to fly a plane (laughs) (laughs) and I was like that's not cool but he was making jokes about it and of course um they have to weigh you and seat you strategically throughout this plane so I was by there was actually eight seats but only seven of us I was by myself so they were like Allison and they're like you're right here and I was like which seat and they're like either one you're by yourself and I was like okay and my husband was sat in the very front of the plane uh-huh. with another young lady who was maybe a third of his size, <laughs> like the smallest human I've ever seen. So, but then of course he's giving the rundown and he's like, and you in the back. I was like, yeah. And he's like, you got to let me know if you see smoke or if there's a fire. Cause I can't see back there. And after You're I realized, dying. You're yeah, dying. but me, I was like, okay, all right. I gotcha. I, what, what word do you want me to say? Do you want me to <laughs> Spanish? Is it in English? Like, anyways, um, it did make me feel better that we weren't that far off the ground. Like, I felt like if something bad were to happen, we were close enough that he could maybe like skid onto the ocean. Okay, it wouldn't be like you know. And then, of course, we'd have to figure out how to get out and all that thing. But it was scary, but we did it. Um, second thing is, have you ever been to Vieques? I've never been to Puerto Rico. Okay. Well, it's very different, so I hear from the locals, than like the big island, like where San Juan is, like Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. is a smaller island, a seven-minute plane ride from the edge of Puerto Rico. And uh, it was completely like destroyed after Hurricane Maria a few years ago. Okay. And so they're just now, you can still see even, they're like, you know, a lot of the devastation still. But there are thousands of wild horses <gasps> everywhere what i'm talking you have to watch out cuz they'll just be standing in the road or just like walk up to your car and start biting on if you're stopped at a stoplight start biting on to parts of your car like thousands so i found out from locals there i was like how is this happening and they said they're actually not wild People do technically own them, but no one can afford to feed or house them. So they buy the horses as a status thing. They They want to own all these horses, but then they actually don't have anywhere to put them or to feed them. So they just let them run. And then the horses start, yes, the horses start to, you know, mate. And there's over 3000 horses on this tiny island. 
Just hanging out. And there's only about that many people anyway. So it's crazy. And all, I mean, just ponies and big horses and small horses and all different colors. It was insane. So that was another crazy thing. You have to watch out for horses. Um, And then I also got to see the bioluminescent water. Oh. Have you done that? Not yet. You know, it's on my bucket list. I know. Okay. So apparently this one that's in Vieques is one of the brightest, if not the brightest in the world. And so I, we did a whole tour. I did not realize how dark it would be and you need it to be right to see, to see the stuff. Yeah. But think about being in a tiny canoe in the middle of the ocean and okay. it is pitch black. We're not talking a boat. We're talking a canoe where between you and the water is about, I don't know, an inch to two inch. Right, 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 right. There that's, that's scary. That's, oh. a, that's, that's, a, that's very um, overwhelming to think for two people who are scared of open water. Yes. And, and the word, okay, so my husband and I did get to ride together in that one. And they put the taller, bigger person in front and the smaller person in back. And uh, he constantly kept, because there was a group of us, but the guide would start talking and he would go and like turn us kind of towards the guide. But then that meant that my back was just open to the open sea. (laughs) And I kept telling him, I was like, stop turning the ball. I need someone behind me. Like the fact that my back, and I kept looking behind me because I constantly was like, it's it's coming. It's something's coming. Something goes. Now, the water itself was amazing. You can literally just grab it with your hand and it's like glitter, just like falls down your arm. And it only lights up if you're moving it. So if you're sitting still, nothing's happening. But then if you like grab it and like or shake your hand in it, it's like... But think about this. You can also see when something is swimming pretty close to you. Oh, oh, that doesn't sound as magical as I think. I think some people are like, wow, that sounds like magic. Wait, are you in the canoe and you can see critters? Well, uh, you can see like fish, right? Uh-huh. So if you look down, but you don't know it's a fish, you just see the glow. So if nope. all of a sudden you kind of look over, you see this glow coming towards you. No, no, no. <laughs> and you're like, how big is the glow? And it's like, well, I don't know. Well, see, because um, when I was looking at bioluminescent stuff, I know that there's a beach in Australia where you can just walk on the shore and the right. water is moving itself because it's a because the waves are moving. Oh, that's I've cool. never seen the canoe one. And there's also a lot of bioluminescent water in Florida. Yes. Near you, I think. Yeah, I think it's in oh, it's in one of the puntas. Punta Arena, Punta Gorda. Punta Gorda. Yeah, Punta, something like that. One of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was very scary. Now, I will say the stars, though, because it is so dark, even when you look up. I mean, I got to see the Milky Way for the like one of the first times. Like, it was very cool. I'm sorry. But, did you say you liked stargazing? Is that what you just said to me? It was did you literally cool. just say it was so cool? I saw the Milky Way. I mean, it was pretty cool. Mm, it was cool. Yeah. But also the guy who was showing us, he had this giant laser pointer that looked like it was out of Star Wars where he could hold it up and he touched stars with no this. way. It was that like high powered. He could touch the star with his laser pointer. I don't think he actually touched the star. I mean, it looked like it. There was no end. There was no end between his laser and that star. And that was pretty (laughs) cool. It was awesome. Yeah. So I got to check a lot of things off. If you guys can ever visit Viaquez and, you know, also tourism helps that 
little community because they are rebuilding. I learned that over 2,000 people perished during that hurricane. Oh my gosh. And you said there's only like 3,000 people there. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. We heard from a couple of the locals that said they were out power without power after that hurricane for up to nine months. And like that meant they, she was like, that meant we couldn't even cook like meat. We were living off of things that you didn't have to cook. How are you an American citizen and we didn't get you power for nine months? Um, That's also one of the things. Also, listen to this. Since that hurricane, their hospital was destroyed. They still don't have a hospital on the island. How? How? Okay. I'm not going to. Listen. I, I, this is not the right podcast, but man, my I'm mad right now. You should be mad. I was mad. I was mad for them. These are lovely people who have the most like lovely lives that are, they're just, they're working hard. They're loving their families. There were children just like at schools, but they don't, if they want to go to a hospital, they have to go to the airport. They have, of course, no. like a little dentist, a little like, oh, we can give you maybe something for a sore throat. But if anything happens where you need any sort of surgery, have a baby, any of that, <gasps> no. you have to take a plane or a three-hour ferry to get to a place with a hospital because the United States of America has not rebuilt the hospital. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I thank thoughts, you. Man, I have seconds. thoughts and feelings. <laughs> well, so many thoughts and feelings. But besides <laughs> the fact that America should have done that, I just feel bad for anybody in the world ever who can't get medical care. I feel like you should always be able to get your body take we're smart enough and we have enough money to take care of everyone. I agree. Ten, Clean nine, water, eight, medical care, seven, bathrooms six, for all. Five, <laughs> bathrooms four, for three, all. Two, one.